It is easy to be thankful when things are easy, but is it possible to be thankful in difficult days? The Old Testament prophet Daniel lived in a dark time in Israel's history, far away from home in wicked Babylon. And yet, this faithful man exemplifies a life of gratitude from beginning to end. Scott Pauley takes us to Daniel today to learn more about being thankful in difficult days. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endureth forever. This week, we're examining the, the life of gratitude that Daniel lived in one of the most difficult places in the world. Here is Daniel living in Babylon in dark days, and yet, repeatedly, we find he's giving God thanks. We've come in our study to Daniel chapter 2, verse number 23, where he simply begins with this expression, I thank thee. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, I hope the Holy Spirit will stamp that on your heart. I hope He'll etch it on your soul. I hope at the most difficult seasons in your life, God will bring these words to your remembrance and the Holy Spirit will breathe them through you. Lord, I thank Thee. I thank Thee and praise Thee, O Thou God of my fathers, who has given me wisdom and might. Can I just pause and point something out? Do you remember at the beginning of His, of his prayer in verse 20, He blessed the Lord for wisdom and might are His. Okay, so in verse 20, God has wisdom and might, but in verse 23, notice He's given us wisdom and might. Isn't that beautiful? Aren't you glad God shares? Uh, we, we are ignorant, but God gives us His wisdom. We are weak, but God gives us His might. So lean on the Lord's wisdom today. Lean on the Lord's might today. Every good and every perfect gift cometh down from above, from the Father of lights, in whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. He's given me wisdom and might and has made known unto me now what we desired of thee. For thou hast now made known unto us the king's matter. We know, of course, he's praising God for answered prayer. I'll just tell you, if you'll pray more, you'll have more to praise about. You'll have more to give God thanks for if you'll pray specifically and pray in faith and uh, pray expectantly. We're learning something about this, this life of thanks. We've learned already from Daniel 2.23 that thanks should lead to praise. So not just, I'm glad and grateful for something. No, I'm praising God for who He is. So it leads us to praise. Secondly, we learned that thanks makes us think of the past. He is the God of our fathers. So we go all the way back and we realize it's not just us. The Lord has always been good. and He was good to us before we ever even acknowledged Him, before we knew Him. Uh, in our past, God has been at work. And then thanks brings us to the present. This little word now found twice in Daniel 2.23. He's working right now. God is at work now. But let me show you a couple other wonderful truths about this life of thanks today from Daniel 2.23. Uh, one of the things that God has been dealing with me about is this, that thanks also helps as you prepare for the future. Remember, Daniel's wondering what his future is. Uh, can you understand that? Are some of you there right now wondering, what does the future hold? What's going to happen in our country? What, what's going to happen with my family? How's this all going to turn out? Well, Daniel didn't have all of the answers to this. But you'll remember uh, that Nebuchadnezzar's dream dealt with the future. It dealt with the future of these world empires. Do you remember that image and uh, those several different world empires and how it was all going to end? I think this is, this is fascinating to me 
Uh, here is Daniel, a man whose life seems to be a little, a little uncertain because he's been carried away as a captive. He's in exile away from home. No doubt he has lots of questions. And now God is showing him things, not just about his own future, but the future of the world. And yet, I love this, when Daniel awakens from his, from his dream, from his night vision, he awakens with praise. May I just tell you, that'd be a good way to start every day. Before you ever get out of bed, before your feet ever hit the floor, just stretch yourself out on the bed. Let your bed be an altar and say, Lord, I thank Thee. Lord, I praise Thee. I tell you, thanks will help you as you prepare for the future. You see, you can only face the future with courage and confidence if you have a grateful heart. Uh, God's people have a certain future. We're not worrying about how it's going to turn out. We're not wondering about how it's going to turn out. No, we're confident. I don't know what Wall Street will do. I don't know what the government will do. I don't know what people will do. But I know this, God's going to do right. And my life is in God's hand. And the God of all mercy and the God of all wisdom and the God of all might, that's my God. And so I can prepare for the future. I can face the future. I can look at the prospect of the days ahead with great grace if I'll keep a spirit of thanksgiving. But then... Not only does Thanksgiving lead you to praise, take you to the past, work in the present, help us you prepare for the future, but ultimately, your Thanksgiving is going to speak to other people. You see, Daniel walked into Nebuchadnezzar's presence in a spirit of gratitude. Oh, this is convicting to me. I am convinced that more lost people would be saved if God's people were more thankful. That if our lives reflected more the goodness and mercy of God and we were just flowing and overflowing with praise for our God, that others would want to know Him. You see, when Daniel went into Nebuchadnezzar's presence, he'd already been in God's presence. That's right. He, he, was, he was thinking about the great king, capital K, the king of kings and the lord of lords, the one who was on the throne of eternity when he stood before Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon. And I want to tell you that if you'll learn to be a thankful person, it will help you to speak to other people about the goodness of God. You see, thanksgiving is a testimony. Would you get that? Thanksgiving is a testimony to a lost world that your God truly is a good God. Do you remember in the New Testament, the Bible says, the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. Now, we've all experienced that, haven't we? How many times I've been brought to repent, confess, forsake sin just because God's been good to me. It's not just His, His uh, chastening, uh, but so many times His blessings bring me back to the Lord. All right, If that's true in our lives, then don't you think that our exalting His goodness might lead many others to Him, that many others might be saved? If instead of us talking about how bad the world was, we were talking more about how good our God was. How does the story of Nebuchadnezzar turn out? Well, you know the answer, don't you? In chapter 2, verse number 47, uh, what does Nebuchadnezzar say? The king answered unto Daniel and said, Of a truth it is that your God is a God of gods and a Lord of kings and a revealer of secrets, seeing thou couldst reveal this secret. In other words, Nebuchadnezzar is taken here not with Daniel, but with Daniel's God. Now we know Nebuchadnezzar had to go through quite a humbling and a season of, of uh, reproving and learning himself. But in the end, how does Nebuchadnezzar's story end? We'll turn over a couple more pages to Daniel chapter 4, verse 37. Don't you know this rejoiced Daniel's heart? In Daniel 4, verse 37, Nebuchadnezzar says this, Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the King of heaven. 
all whose works are truth and his ways judgment and those that walk in pride he is able to abase. <laughs> it begins with Daniel thanking and praising God and it ends with Nebuchadnezzar thanking and praising God. Do you know what our great goal is? Our great goal is for God to get glory. And not only from our own life, but that through our testimony, many others will become true worshipers of the Lord. Read Revelation. What's our goal? The Lord is seeking people to worship Him for all eternity. He's taking out a people for His name. And the Lord is worthy of that. And the heart of a, of a grateful Christian, I mean a heart of real thanksgiving, ought to be this. I want to give God praise and I want to lead others to do the same. Remember, everything reproduces after its own kind. So if you'll be a thankful person, your people, uh, the people around you will become more thankful. If, if you'll be a praising parent, your children will learn to praise God. If you'll be a grateful servant of the Lord, then others who follow you will learn what it means to be grateful. Oh, may the Lord teach us all what it means to live lives of real thanksgiving. It's not a day. It's a way of life. And may the Lord help us all to say and live sincerely this expression, Lord, I thank Thee. Thank you for joining us for this study of God's Word. We hope you will set aside some time today to give God thanks and plan to join us again next time on Enjoying the Journey. You may visit scottpauley.org for additional helpful articles, resources for living the Christian life, and a full archive of all of the broadcast episodes. May God bless you and make you a blessing today.